Section 12 of Violets and Other Tales. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by James K. White, Chula Vista. Violets and Other Tales by Alice Moore. Section 12. Paul to Virginia. Fin de Cicle. And The Maiden's Dream. I really must confess, my dear, I cannot help but love you, for of all girls I ever knew, there's none I place above you. But then you know it's rather hard to dangle aimless at your skirt, and watch your every movement so, for I am jealous, and you're a flirt. There's half a score of fellows round. You smile at every one. And as I think to pride myself for basking in the sun of your sweet smiles, you laugh at me, and treat me like a lump of dirt, until I wish that I were dead, for I am jealous, and you're a flirt. I'm sorry that I've ever known your loveliness entrancing, or ever saw your laughing eyes, with girlish mischief dancing. Tis agony supreme and rare to see your slender waist agirt, with other fellows' arms, you see, for I am jealous, and you're a flirt. Now, girlie, if you'll promise me to never, never treat me mean, I'll show you in a little while the best sweetheart you've ever seen. You do not seem to know or care how often you've my feelings hurt while flying round with other boys, for I am jealous, and you're a flirt. THE MAIDEN'S DREAM The maid had been reading love poetry where the world lay bathed in moonlight, fragrant with dew-wet roses and jasmine, harmonious with the clear tinkle of mandolin and guitar. Then a lethargy, like unto that which steeps the senses and benumbs the faculties of the lotus-eaters, enveloped her brain, and she lay as one in a trance, awake yet sleeping, conscious yet unburdened with care. And there stole into her consciousness words, thoughts, not of her own, yet she read them not, nor heard them spoken. They fell deep into her heart and soul, softer and more caressing than the overshadowing wing of a mother dove, sweeter and more thrilling than the last high notes of a violin. And they were these. Love, most potent, most tyrannical, and most gentle of the passions which sway the human mind, Thou art the invisible agency which rules men's souls, which governs men's kingdoms, which controls the universe. By thy mighty will do the silent eternal hosts of heaven sweep in sublime procession across the unmeasured blue. The perfect harmony of the spheres is attuned for thee and by thee, the perfect coloring of the clouds than which no mortal pigment can dare equal are thy handiwork. Most ancient of the heathen deities, Eros, powerful god of the Christians, Jehovah, all hail! For a brief possession of thy divine fire have kingdoms waxed and waned. Men in all the bitterness of hatred fought, bled, died by millions, their grosser selves to be swept into the bosom of their ancient mother, an immense holocaust to thee. For thee and thee alone does the world prosper. For thee do men strive to become better than their fellow men. 
for thee and through thee have they sunk to such depths of degradation as causes a blush to be painted upon the faces of those that see all things are subservient to thee all the delicate intricate workings of that marvellous machine the human brain all the passions and desires of the human heart ambition desire greed hatred envy jealousy all others thou breedest them all o love thou art all potent all wise infinite eternal thy power is felt by mortals in all ages all climes all conditions behold a picture came into the maiden's eye a broad and fertile plain tender verdure soft blue sky overhead with white billowy clouds nearing the horizon like great airy snow-capped mountains the soft warm breeze from the south whispered faintly through the tall slender palms and sent a thrill of joy through the frisky lambskins who capered by the sides of their graver dams and there among the riches of the flock stood laban haughty stern yet withal a kindly gleam in the glance which rested upon the group about him hoary the beard that rested upon his breast but steady the hand that stretched in blessing lee the tender-eyed the slighted is there and rachel young and beautiful and blushing beneath the ardent gaze of her handsome lover and jacob loved rachel and said i will serve thee seven years for rachel thy younger daughter how different the next scene heaven's wrath burst loose upon a single community fire the red-winged demon with brazen throat wide opened hangs his brooding wings upon an erstwhile happy city hades has climbed through the crater of vesuvius and leaps in fiendish waves along the land few the souls escaping and god have mercy upon those who stumble through the blinding darkness made more torturingly hideous by the intermittent flashes of lurid light and yet there come three whom the darkness seems not to deter nor obstacles impede only a blind person accustomed to constant darkness and familiarized with these streets could walk that way nearer they come a burst of flames thrown into the inky firmament by impish hands reveals glaucus supporting the half-fainting eony following nydia frail blind flower-loving nydia sacrificing life for her unloving beloved and then the burning southern sun shone bright and golden o'er the silken sails of the nile serpent's ships glinted on the armor and weapons of the famous galley shone with a warm caressing touch upon her beauty as though it loved this queen as powerful in her sphere as he in his it is at actium and the fate of nations and generations yet unborn hang as the sword of damocles hung upon the tiny thread of destiny egypt herself her splendid barbaric beauty acting like an inspiration upon the craven followers leads on foremost in this fierce struggle then the tide turns and overpowered they fly before disgrace and defeat antony is there the traitor dishonored false to his country yet true to his love antony 
whom ambition could not lure from her passionate caresses antony murmuring softly egypt thou knowest too well my heart was to thy rudder tied by the strings and thou shouldst tow me after over my spirit thy full supremacy thou knewest and that thy beck might from the bidding of the gods command me picture after picture flashed through the maiden's mind agnes the gentle sacrificing burrowing like some frantic animal through the ruins of lisbon saving her lover franklin by teeth and bleeding hands dora the patient serving a loveless existence saving her rival from starvation and destitution the stern dark exiled florentine poet with that one silver ray in his clouded life beatrice she heard the piping of an elfish voice mother why does the minister keep his hands over his heart and the white-drawn face of hester prine with her scarlet elf-child passed slowly across her vision the wretched misery of deluded lucius and his mysterious lamia she saw and watched with breathless interest the formation of that brotherhood of the rose there was radiant armorel from sea-blown wave-washed lioness her perfect head poised in loving caress over the magic violin dark-eyed corinne head drooped gently as she improvised those rome-famed world symphonies past almost ere edna and st elmo had crossed the threshold of the church happy in the love now consecrated through her to god oh the pictures the forms the love words which crowded her mind they thrilled her heart crushed out all else save a crushing overpowering sense of perfect complete joy a joy that sought to express itself in wondrous melodies and silences filled with thoughts too deep and sacred for words overpowered with the magnificence of his reign overwhelmed with the complete subjugation of all things unto him do you wonder that she awoke and placing both hands into those of the lover at her side whispered take all of me i am thine own heart soul brain body all all that i am or dream is thine forever yea though space should teem with thy conditions i'd fulfil the whole were to fulfil them to be loved by thee end of section twelve recording by james k white Chula Vista.